2: Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Yeah, I come
3: from the school of Tupac. I'm a rival. You don't want to watch? Pass with me. With me. See I'm
4: not your average seagrass. I don't want
3: to ask you a question real quick. Let's just keep it real straight shot with no chaser. I'm going to get a little bit rough. I'm here for it. those who really believe in the American process. All of us. So. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl Tesla Figaro on the Black Effect Podcast Network. What's happening, everybody? This is your girl Tesla Figaro for another episode of Straight Shot, no chaser. This week, I have my brother on. When I say my brother, I'm not just saying it. I think I'll be saying it all the time. I'm going to have to start adjusting my intros because everybody going to think... <laughs> Everybody going to think that they're my brothers and they're not. Of course, I got love for everybody. But sometimes we have folks uh, with me in the studio who are actually what I consider a brother. And this is one. And I don't mean brother because he's Black. I just mean brother in the struggle, the homie, somebody I can call, somebody that uh, I've been rocking with for several years uh, in the movement. Always, always, always keeping his word to make sure that he shows up on what we call outside. There's a lot of folks that talk about Uh, What should be done and what we could do better. And then there's some people that actually do it, that actually uh, delivers those solutions. And this is one, my brother, Dominique Alexander, who is the founder of Next Generation Action Network in Dallas, Texas. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having
5: me, my sister. Anytime.
3: Always, always. I mentioned to you off the air and I'll just repeat it here uh, because it's worth repeating. I do want to bring you back to talk about your organization, go in depth on some of the things you know that you have done in the past, how we met uh, in McKinney, hmm. Texas uh, years ago uh, during uh, one of the first times uh, that people really started getting active uh, with protests and you were organizing the protest for the, for those that don't remember uh, the young lady that was held down uh, by the police uh, in McKinney, Texas, in a uh, a birthday in a swimsuit. And what mm-hmm. was her name, Dominique? Just so Des- folks can
5: desire. Desiree Becton.
3: Okay. So you and I met there. I was covering the story for uh, North Dallas Gazette newspaper. Shout out to Mr. Jones. That was my first publishing gig assistant to Mm -hmm. publisher in the early 2000s. And he asked me to go down to Texas and cover this story. And I was so impressed that you were able to organize hundreds of people uh, within a moment's notice. Uh, And we've been rocking ever since. And you know, what's so uh, funny to me, Well, not funny, meaning laughable, but ironic is a better word. When we look at George Floyd, and it just kind of connected the dot to me the other day when I made a post about you on Instagram. And I was like, wow, we met. And that was pretty much then, you know, not a knee on the neck, but restraining her on the ground in an inappropriate way. Uh, putting his body weight on that young lady. And here we are now talking about the same thing. So it just goes to show you that what happened with George Floyd happens all of the time. You just don't get an opportunity to to see it on camera. And I don't think I really made that connection, you know, until the other day, like, okay, I've literally been here before uh, on the ground, you know, talking about this. What's your thoughts on that?
5: Well, you know, it's just like big mama always say, it's nothing new under the suns. I think that when it comes to the statehood of policing, Um, this is the situation that's been going on historically in our country. You know, the good thing about it is that we got cameras and, and cell phones and, and, and social media that we can use as a mechanism. But yet at the end of the day, stuff is not going to change until we get legislation, policy, um, and laws change. And we have to fight this culture that continues to misinform people on what we're trying to address when it comes to the culture of policing. And we have to reimagine policing in the way that we know it.
3: Absolutely. I have you here today because I wanted to make sure that we tapped in on this voting rights issue. Uh, you know, it's kind of been swept, well, not kinda, let's just keep it real. It's been swept <laughs> under the rug, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you compare how there was such a major push to get Trump out of office, you know, every day vote, 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 register to vote, then vote, register to vote, register to vote, register to vote. And now that we have voting rights now uh in 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 limbo, if you will, with losing some of our rights. One, I think there's a misconception on what we're actually fighting for Mm -hmm. uh, because there hasn't been a lot of education behind, you know, when we say losing voting rights, well, people will still have the right to vote, but there are some provisions and some restrictions in there um, that hasn't been explained well. So the Republican talking point is, hey, you'll still have your right to vote. What What are they talking about? So I think there's been some miseducation on that, on what is actually on the line. You're in Texas. On last week, Democrats, uh, three of them decided to uh, go back to give the governor co- a quorum to be able to vote, uh, to pass you know, legislation uh, mm-hmm. that the other Democrats, I believe, I've heard numbers between 38 and 50. Uh, if you have more information, you can give me that. But uh, the Democrat Party or the Democrats in office decided to flee the state of Texas. Go to Washington D.C. to say, "Hey, we don't have the numbers, you know, in order to turn it. But what we can do is walk away," which was historic. I actually was kind of proud. You know, I give Democrats a hard time, uh, but I was mm-hmm. really proud of them saying, "We're going to push the line and what resources we do have," because you hear that so much. You know, well, we can't mm-hmm. do it because Republicans, blah blah blah. But they said we can't do it, but we're going to show you what we actually can do. And mm-hmm. then three Democrats folded uh, and went back on last week. And so I want to talk to you about that on what, why that was important, uh, you know, what happened in Texas and how it relates to the John Lewis Voting Rights act that, you, act that you will also be at that march in D.C. as well. So give us just a recap on what is at stake and how it doesn't just pertain to Texas, but the overall what is this that we're talking about in, in voting rights and what do you think has been missing from educating people on why this is so important and what what are you fighting for? Well, let's
5: let's start by saying this. Texas has historically been the state that has led the movement for voter suppression. Right. Historically, from the voter ID laws, everything to suppress the right to vote. Um, The reality is, is right now, Republicans talking points is, is, oh, uh, we're giving you more hours, giving you more opportunity to vote. But you're making it harder for us to get there. Right. Making it a sin under your legislation that you're making it more accessible and different things of that nature, but you're making it harder for us to go. It's not actually helping us. Um, The reality is, is you have 58 uh, state representatives uh, fled the state, went to D.C., and the fact, and and, and I, and I hope I hope I can say names because I love. Yeah, name names. name. You know, I right? Name the names, and I names. I keep yeah. it real.
2: You
5: know, <laughs> um, the, the fact that they were able to influence Garnett Coleman. And let me say this real quick because I was hugely disappointed in Garnett Coleman. Um, Garnett Coleman historically, we have worked together on the Sandra Bland Act, the County Affairs Committee. I don't know what has gotten under Garnet Coleman's uh, skin in regards to this, but I am hugely shocked that after this man, literally, due to medical uh, situation, a whole the whole entire legislature, he was not even there. Right, the first special session, he was not even there. And then you want to motivate your colleagues who's been there all session long, who have saw. Republicans force down the the throats all of these different legislations and different things that pass, and then you want to tell them it's time to go back, dude. You hadn't even been you missing in action the whole entire time, and yet you want to be the leader and you want to be the a dude that used the backdoor conversations in order uh, uh, to get our uh, Democratic state legislators back. and And let me tell you the the crazy maneuver that they did, right? They had a Republican resign from office in order to get 99 to be the corn. They worked, these state legislators, and found out that they had three, three individuals and literally made a state representative from a red, entire red district, resign in order to have 99 be the corn for them to go in corn. And then outside of that, you had state legislators who voted and said, oh, since they have a quorum, we need to go back and fight. No, you don't. Let them do whatever they want to do, because yet at the end of the day, you don't want to be under fire when it comes to reelection time, right? And the reality is, is that we have continued to elect party and not issues in this, in this, in, in this country. And this is the reason why. Uh, we get to elections and we all act surprised over a Senate mansion. Us that's been organizing based on issues ain't surprised about a Senator mansion or, or a cinema or anything. They've been doing that before. You just been because you've been electing party. Mm-hmm. versus issues. And Teslin, that's one one of the things that I always uh, admired about you and respect about you because you've always connected people to the issues, right? And so I don't give them whether it's red, blue, black, or green, or whatever it is. If you on them issues, I, you got my vote, right? You get what I'm saying? And I'm not going to just in, uh, I identify yet yeah, my black agenda or my agenda for people of a color towards a party. You get know what I'm saying? If the Republicans going to give it to us, hey, they got it. Democrats gonna give it. And we got to stop connecting our issues based on in, in electing these parties and these 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 politicians and not electing our issues. Because when we get to the heat of the moment where in certain areas like Texas, if we don't get the the, the for the people's act or the John Lewis Act, this will literally literally cripple our our state for the next 10 years and we won't be able to (laughs) you you talk about where gerrymandering and what redistricting is real let's let's look at it now when you talk you know like in Dallas County and Harris County these are blue counties are we are we going to be really 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 downhood affected uh by these things Not necessarily in a sense, but when it comes to all of those state resources and all of the stuff that's going on, we're going to be heavily affected about what's going on around us. And yet at the end of the day, that's that's their agenda. Their agenda is to come after because in these major populations like Dallas, Harris County, Travis, Bear County and all these counties literally can outvote the state by 10 times. And yet, at the end of the day, the only tool that you can do is suppress the vote, make it harder for people to go and vote. And and what we're saying to our state legislators right now, it's not time to cave. It's time to stand up. It's time to push that line.
1: You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot.
3: So what do you say to, because, you know, I always talk about voter suppression, which is what Republicans do and voter depression, which is what Democrats do by uh, not motivating folks to give them a reason to vote. So I reached out, I talked to some legislators and, you know, there was just as a counter argument of saying, well, you know, they couldn't stay out indefinitely. Uh, they were losing business. You know, they had to take off their jobs. They were losing money. The state legislature, legislator, as you know, that only pays about $7,000 a year. Um, and so it is. there is an argument out there to say that they just couldn't stay out. You know, uh, it wasn't going to make a difference. Uh, they made it, you know, they basically said, you know, they did it to make a statement. What? What's your answer to, to that? Why are you raising all those funds?
5: You know what I mean? Hell, you you have people raising millions of dollars going to the Democratic House caucus to support y'all to stay. Mm. No one said come back. No one said, oh, 30 days. We supported y'all financially to stay in D.C. Um, and yet at the end of the day like I tell them all the time you know hey where are these refunds going to come because
3: yet at that's thing, right if you're, in Texas, yeah. buddy, if you're in Texas that ain't what we gave you the funds for Yeah, you know what okay, I mean? got it got it uh, so yeah that- well that answers that that's real thank you for that talking point <laughs> where's the where's the money reside then because the, you gave the money for you to stay and you came back telling me we need the money well I'm confused because where the money now that, that answers that I can't wait to I'm going to bring that up uh, as soon as I get a chance <laughs> as soon as I get a chance to bring that
5: up because that's that, mm-hmm. one of the realities i was on we was on a call a caucus called raising money and i posed this question so the texas house democratic caucus told the members that stayed in dc right there were members that said no people we raise money we gonna stay here or whatever and stuff like that because we raised that money this is what the texas democratic house caucus leadership told them oh well if you stay you're gonna have to be financially support it, support your own to stay here. So me and a group of preachers and Dr. Haynes and all of us got on there and said, no, Doc, we sent money to the Texas House Democratic Caucus. And as long as they are in D.C., you financially support them. Right. So what they did was they made it harder for the people who wanted to hold the line and these are the backdoor games that go on because some people wanted to go back. No, just go ahead and stop Apollo line and tell people that you actually want to go back and stop misleading people. And, and 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 let us know who the real fighters is that's really holding the line. Because guess what? There are state legislators that are down in Austin right now, and then there are state legislators that are in D.C. about to testify in the House uh, committee on the John Lewis Act, preparing to testify tomorrow. Right. So there is ones that cave, and there's ones that still in D.C. Right.
3: So there was a point you brought up about you're supposed to push the line. You know, that's my favorite quote, push the line, push the line for those that elected you. And you mentioned uh, Senator Joe Manchin. And one of the things that I always bring up is Senator Joe Manchin is doing exactly what his constituents elected him to do. So there's the conversation when we say, well, do what the people want you to do. Well, one, what people they're only beholden to those that actually elected them. So he's doing what his moderate constituents are telling him to do. So he's not going against his constituents. So that so that that means, see, as long as we have that argument to say do what your constituents are telling you to do, meaning the party as a whole, I don't think we're getting down to the meat of it. Yeah. This is about if you are not falling in line with what overall the agenda, the collective agenda of the Democrat Party, or who has voted in this administration, then it is up to President Joe Biden to use his bully pulpit the same mm-hmm. way Trump did. I know y'all don't like it, but let's talk about it. The same way that Trump did to say, Joe Manchin, if you don't fall in line, we're talking about a handful of 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 Democrats who are holding up, specifically two, but a handful, less than nine, that are holding up the entire Biden po- uh, um, agenda. This is President Biden's agenda. So I feel that there's a, a lack of accountability Especially when we see social media. Talk to Joe Manchin about it. Talk to Joe Manchin. We need to tell Joe Manchin. You can't tell Joe Manchin what to do. Let's just use it in liter- and just turn. Joe Manchin, if, if he's in my house, he got to do my, by my rules. So the neighbor up the street can't tell me how to what to tell my man. Joe Manchin is doing what his woman is telling him to do. So mm-hmm. you're passing the buck if you keep talking about Joe Manchin. and Joe. No, Joe Biden. We're getting our Joes confused. Joe Biden, what are you going to do to Joe Manchin? Take his ass off committees, sit him down, shame him, run somebody else against him, put the resources behind it. So until we do that and we start moving like gangsters do when they're, when they're trying to control territory, the buck really does stop at the OG. So this is, I I think there's a misunderstanding of, oh, you know, well that's just, that's similar. That's that's mansion. That's cinema. No, it's the administration that was elected from the top all the way down from the bottom, all the way up. And it affects everything that, but you know what the problem is? Let's just keep it. Let's just keep it 1000. I'm talking to the homie. Mm-hmm. The reason why you're not hearing people really pushing a line like you and I in a very small hand, small. And I mean, small, I can count on mm-hmm. two hands. Yeah. How many people are really pushing this line because mm-hmm. people are embarrassed because they've asked people to vote for Joe Biden, uncle Joe, Saying mm-hmm. that you had to get Trump out. No doubt you had to get Trump out.
5: Correct.
3: Two totally different things. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the folks that said, we got to get Trump out, but I'm still going to hold Joe Biden accountable. Well, when y'all going to hold Joe Biden accountable? That, that's what I'm trying to figure out. When is that When is that going to happen? I'll post something down there every day, every other day. And people say, stop begging Joe. Why you keep doing it? See, they're not getting it, Dominique. This mm-hmm. don't have nothing to do with me actually thinking Joe Joe Biden is watching my Instagram and saying, oh, you know, Tesla says something. I better get my shit together. That don't have nothing to do with it. I'm posting the receipt, just like in 2014, when I posted the receipt and and made that poem about blackout, that it's time to negotiate our vote. When I said, I hear you talking behind the scenes, but I don't hear you making no noise on the national scene. You came, we able, you got crumbs when you finally was at the table. See, that was all about putting receipts. It didn't have nothing to do when nobody was watching. Because there has to be documented history on who mm-hmm. said what and who stood for what and who stood for who. Like we're talking about with these Democrats mm-hmm. in, in the state of Texas. This ain't about necessarily. Well, I think you going to make a difference. Like when I testified the George Floyd Act in Texas, what did I say? I already know what y'all going to do. I'm just here to put it on the record. I'm just here to be Moses to let you know that I know what you're going to do. And we're not confused about it, but you need to be told so that you can say that you're never told that you were never told. And that's what I'm I'm missing, and what I'm seeing on uh, on the ground level, Dominique. Because and and not even the ground. Let's talk about the grass tops. I call the ground. You got the ground, and you got concrete roots. Concrete mm-hmm. roots. People like me to deal with the street streets. Then you got your grassroots organizations, your NAACP, your Urban Leagues, and then you have your grass tops. Those that run those grassroots organizations that are embarrassed because Joe Biden told them to sit their ass down somewhere at the beginning of the year. And now you're on bended knee. And not only is he not passing anything, from a, not, uh, he's not even pushing the line. He's not even saying, hey, I need this to happen. I need the George Floyd and Policing Act to happen. Hey, I need voting rights to happen. Hey, I need something else to go down besides you know just shout out to all the communities that were able to get things done mm-hmm. but i told black people that i owe you flat out quote in unquote no other president has ever did that not even black president obama so the pride and the ego from the alleged leaders that were in the room that were told to go sit down somewhere i'm i'm missing I'm missing where they are with this right now. Have you heard? Yeah. Maybe I'm missing something. I know I know on Saturday there'll be a, a rally in D.C., and I know a lot of those leaders will be there. But I wondered, are they going to call out Joe Biden or are we just going to keep on passing the buck to Joe Manchin and Joe Whoever and Joe Blow and Joe the plumber? When is somebody going to call out Joe Biden for pushing the line and to get off this bipartisan bullshit and end the filibuster? What's your thoughts on that?
5: Man, let me tell you this. I I tell somebody, because that call that call that he had with these so-called black leaders, it pissed me off so badly. Because the reality is, is when we had a movement across this country talking about Asian hate. Right. He didn't tell Asian people to go holler at black people. You know what I mean? The same way he told black people to go holler at Latinos because they're, quote unquote, becoming the majority. Right. You get what I'm saying? The reality is, is this, is that everybody but Black people get what we want, get what they want uh, because, first of all, they own their economics, they own their faith. we the only ones that ask them for handouts and different things of that nature. They own their whole e-commerce, right? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, they put their money where their mouth is, right? And and they put they, they they issues connected to who they vote for, right? we the only ones that... Uh, go and wake up and tell a white man he a black man, an honorary black man for a day. No, Doc. they they not, you know, Asian people ain't gonna do that to Joe Biden. We're the only passive aggressive people that do this type of foolishness and allow people to fail, right? Um, the reality is, is Right now, the book stops with the top dog. Right. How many press conferences has Joe Biden held about infrastructure and everything else? Right. And how many press conferences has he done on voting rights? Right. The only two, the two people, uh, the person that needs to rebuke the people who are not doing that is Joe Biden. Barack Obama did it. George Bush did it. Donald Trump did it. That's what we elect the president for. And yet at the end of the day, you looking at black people where our rights are being tarnished, where we got people literally being arrested and convicted, mothers and grandmothers being convicted for five years in prison for doing a provisional ballot in
3: Texas. We got real issues, right? Which don't make sense to me, because if you're not getting your, your base to the polls, who gonna vote for you? I mean, you're literally causing your own, you're putting your own self out of work. Kind of like with the Republicans saying, hey, don't worry about getting vaccinated. Well, you're hurting your, if if, if your base is dying, who's going to go to the polls to vote for it? That That's why the, the math doesn't add up. It actually does add up quite well to me. It's always been two birds of the same wing. But I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I've been talking about this, as you know. I don't care who was listening on blog talk radio, five people, seven people. I've been talking about this forever. And I'm I'm loving from a selfish standpoint, I'm kind of loving to sit back and let folks see what I've been trying to tell y'all all of this time. When you say, oh, well, you just trying to help the Republican. You're trying to help Donald Trump. No, I was talking about this before Donald Trump ran. I was talking about this before it was Biden versus Bernie Sanders. I was talking about this, which by the way, I've called that Bernie Sanders ass too. You know, I've told you. And you and the man paid me. And, you know, i told you, hey, hold up before we start riding behind anybody. Let me tell you my issues. I believe in holding everybody accountable across the board. I don't give a damn who you are. And if nothing else, you can at least make it known. Hey, y'all, I'm trying to get this done. They holding it up. It's on them. It is very clear and evident to me. And this is the conversations going on in the movement. It is clear and evident to me that this is not uh, voting rights or the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. It's not a bill that uh, that he wants to champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is clearly a bill that doesn't have all the votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is clear that they don't want to be embarrassed. And so mm-hmm. now the entire messaging that we had in 2020 when it was time to line up and get votes is switching. Now you have several PACs that have started, Team Blue, Shield PAC, that are moderates that are saying, we're going to make sure that we're investing money just like progressives are to make sure that moderates are able to keep their seats, to say, no, they are anti-defund the police. No, they are tough on crime. No, they are not radical. They are doing everything possible to make sure that moderate Democrats retain their power so that they can have the overall collective power in the House and the Senate, which makes sense if you were actually going to do something. Mm -hmm. But see, the problem is you're not doing something. You said that if we have the House, the Senate, the presidency, Things were going to change. Where the hell is the change, Dominique? So, how long are we going to continue to fold behind four or five Democrats? And I don't. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not a progressive. I'm not a progressive. I'm not a conservative. I'm not a uh, a liberal, quote unquote. I at one point, if anything, I would have called myself a moderate, a blue dog Democrat years and years ago because I believe in business and I think that's something that the liberal, the progressive side never talks about. Getting the bag. At what point? Are we going to strategize in a way that we have the leverage to get what we actually need to get done? I don't believe that's going to be everybody. It's never going to be everybody. We got to stop trying to get everybody. We got to stop getting everybody on board. It's only a few of us that's actually going to do the work. At what point, at least this Next Generation Action Network, which is a perfect name because there's a new generation out there behind the scenes Mm-hmm. It's only a few organizations, we can name them, who are actually making moves. At what point are we going to get the handful of us that are out here pushing this line to be collective on our messaging, to be collective on our strategy, to just continue to keep you know, changing one by one until it's done? What can we do, or the person listening, what can they do besides march on, on Saturday? What's the next move? Because the movement is so depressed right now. I don't. I don't know what 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 to tell them as far as twenty twenty two is concerned. Well, let me tell
5: you this. You know what I mean? Like the reality is, is we're our own worst enemy. And I'm gonna use this scenario because this happened during the election, and I told somebody, man, I I, I just didn't like it. So I, so so big, homie, uh, 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 Ice Cube, come out here and uses this platform to push the black agenda. Now. I might not know about all of the stuff that was on there and different things of that nature, but if a wealthy black man can use his platform and get on national thing and say, I don't care whether Donald Trump or Biden give it to us, you get what I'm saying? I'm pushing the black agenda, right? And you have black people out here criticizing, you know, ice cube, different things of that nature. First of all, Ice Cube ain't got, ain't, ain't got another wear. you know what I'm saying? He'll, he'll, well, wealthy black man, you know what I mean? And yet at the end of the day, for some of the people that was yet criticizing him, hey, how about us get on the table? How about us reach out to our brother? Because clearly he got the platform, right? And if we need to modify his plan, but well, we're not going to crucify our black brother, in front of this, in this white media and, 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 right. and not this agenda.
3: But no. where is Cube now though? I mean, when he, when people ask him now, he says, you know, it's a lot of conversations going behind the scenes. No, yeah. now's the time for him to speak up. I mean, Cube yeah, too. So we can it talk is. about what happened. I want to know about what about right now? Where's Cube now? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the push that fucking line in. Where's yeah. the black agenda? He we said, yeah, they've it. had conversations. Well, then... When are we going to start naming names, Dominique? Like, names got to start getting named. (laughs) Somebody got to start going down lists, and it ain't up to just Cube. I'm just using that as an example.
1: You know a spot, but not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots being able to reach them in the first place your spot is out there find your frontier in the 2023 nissan frontier with standard 310 horsepower advanced tech and 281 pound feet of torque
4: seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at black tech green money state farm insurance also cares about the growth of black communities
2: Trump
3: is out the way.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: He's out the way. What are we going to do right now? When are some of these other leaders going to step aside, pick aside or step aside, or we have to just start training people to run in these districts? Or at some point, I mean, I, I don't I don't know no other way. I, I guess for me personally, I'm trying to do everything I can, train candidates, get people prepared, you know, get them ready. You're doing what you can, boots on the ground until freedom. Shout out to Tamika Mallory, They're doing what they're doing, boots on the ground. I'm just figuring out. Even for us in the movement, it's exhausting because nothing is happening. So, what do we do? Just keep keep grinding, keep pushing, and hope everybody catch up. Like, what what's your your advice for me? Well, (laughs) let me
5: tell you this. I I, I say one thing: we got to get back to the basics. We got to find a national convening like our ancestors used to do when they used to organize and come from all across the country and, and meet at the church and start organizing an agenda start organizing a plan plan. We do more emphasis on organizing events than we do the plan that we actually trying to do. And that's why when we get to a whole city and we didn't, we didn't rate, we didn't have about half a million people go there and everybody looking around like, okay, what we do next.
3: But then <laughs> homie, but we got the plan though. I, I want to know who are the line pushes. the The plan is there. It's a damn shame that it's only a handful of bishops and pastors that we can call on. Pastor Freddie Haynes, your past, Bishop Tabra Swan, mm-hmm. Jamal Bryan. Who else? I mean, that's three that I'm just, uh, where are they? <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Like, we got the damn plan. Who are the line pushers? God damn it. I want to know who's sitting down. Who is what? Who is going to push the line and suffer the consequences of consciousness to say, this is how we doing it or we ain't fucking with y'all? I mean, seriously, you cannot keep telling people to vote, 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 and they don't have nothing to vote for.
5: Well, I think I think one of the things is is that in every area across this country, you got grassroots organizations like NGAN that are there pushing the book forward. But like you said, it's some it's some people at the top that need to sit their asses down. That's
3: right? it. That's that's, that's just <laughs> anyway, the bottom line.
5: Is, yeah, is this, is that for the leaders for the leaders who 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 went against the tear gas who winning in Ferguson, who was organizing with me throughout this country, everyone, he wouldn't have talked. Listen, Biden wouldn't have talked to Tamika Mallory, me, and other leaders in that room like that. He wouldn't have done that to us. You know exactly. what I mean? but, but these dudes are so much of a joke, right? You know what I'm
3: saying? So much of a joke that he knows, they ain't doing nothing but doing a bunch of talking. But they know that, too, though. They know it. Because they get, like I tell people, that say, oh, I can't get nothing done. You know, I'm a Democrat. Well, then why you keep running for office? No, you're getting something done. you earmarking money for yourself. Who want to run and not get nothing done? So I just want to know, and I'm just going to leave this with you as we wrap up. At some point, we respect the elders. No doubt. We respect everything that you've done. You got us this far. But it really is time to pass the buck and they're not going to give it to us. Dominique, you got to take it. That's all I can say. You 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 got to take it. You got to take it because at the end of the day, I'm going to see how this March falls. And I I believe we got people to do inside work. You got people to do outside work. I'm outside. I'm not outside as much as you are. I do a lot of inside work. But at the end of the day, we got to start doing the work collectively as the next generation for real and start. Somebody got to start taking taking this shit over. I mean, ain't no other way to say it. Because and and it's not just calling out Biden. Some of these leaders, at some point, Dominique, I get not burning bridges. I get you know they have resources that we need that you guys need for sure. But I am just hoping, praying, pushing that 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 leadership starts going to the right folks to speak mm-hmm. on the right issues at the right time. And if that means even shaming uh, someone that we might have a lot of respect for, it ain't no disrespect. It just is what it is. We cannot continue to have the same people in the fucking room having the same conversations that they've had for the last 40 or 50 years. This generation is the descendants of NWA and their children, and they don't want to hear that old shit. That's just and the they, bottom line. They, so no yeah. noise, so we'll <laughs> that's we it. That's just the bottom it. line. So <laughs> until that happens, homie, I just feel we're going in circles. And if it takes Republicans taking over in 2022 for the next two or three or four years for you to see what it is, maybe you'll get it. I don't know. It seems like they don't. It seems like it continues to be two wings it, it, of the it, same
5: bird. It's the same thing because don't nobody want to. Ch- like I say, don't nobody want to challenge the big dog. And yet, if a democracy is supposed to work. In any form, no politician, no elected leader should be above approach Everybody should be held accountable. I don't care. Everybody at least just tell us what you. Fact. At least
3: tell us what you're doing. I get yeah. stuff that's not overnight. That's cool, but just give me an update. Just like really? if you going, you going. Hey, I'm on the way. I'm gonna be there in 15 minutes. I'm gonna stop at the store. Okay, 30 minutes. You didn't come. Okay, hey, I'm I'm on my way. I had to stop at such and such. Just give me an update. Can you just give me an update? Can yeah. we at least get an update on where we are? And if you don't want to fuck with us, just say that so we can and start how making. Did a- <laughs> you,
5: how did you leverage this infrastructure bill? How did you negotiate? Because guess what? Not only yeah, it's in your agenda, but these politicians got to go back to their district with this infrastructure bill, because yeah, at the end of the day, this is a huge problem. Right. How did you lever- leverage that need to this need? Right. How did you get that? It was.
3: Yeah, it wasn't because the (laughs) folks that was against that need, meaning the voting rights, was the ones in the room making the negotiation. And whoever decided who needed to be in the room to make the negotiation mansion, that's on us. That's on our leaders. And again, when I say us, I'm talking about 90 percent of black folks that voted for this Democrat Party. I'm not Democrat, Republican or any of that shit. I'm black first. And then second to that, I'm Tez and Figaro that's just going to have to be enough. We've had enough time. We've had enough time today uh, to go over this issue. Thank you. I know it's broad. I wanted you to stop by so we could get this episode out this week because it is so critical. If you will, I would love for you to come back and talk about what happened at the march. Where are we now with voting rights? What's really going to happen? We have a lot going on this week. I'm encouraging people to pay attention. I'll be covering it on the Black News channel as well. Definitely stay on my Instagram, stay connected. Where can they find you as well, Dominique, just to learn more about your organization? Give them your website and how they can learn more about your organization.
5: Of course, you can follow me at NickAlex, N-I-Q-U-E, A-L-E-X. Um, You can follow the org at NextGenAction. Um, come follow us, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Support the organizations that are on the front line. And Tesla, thank you for being who you are, um, not movable on, on the issues, but staying convicted to your heart, staying convicted to um, uh, humanity. Even when it, I tell people all the time the test of a leader is doing something when it's unpopular to do it. And that really tested your fortitude of how you are and the person you really is. I don't care about your popularity. I care about these issues. And that's when right. history looks at me, I'm going to be based on the issues and not the nigga that folded it. And that's, that's right. just how it is. you know. And that's so just the bottom you. line.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and when, if people, if people don't know, you know, you, you are a man of faith. And I'll say this as I close, you know, at the end, you are absolutely right at the end. And and if I'm wrong, if if there is no heaven or hell, then I don't have nothing to worry about. But if there is a heaven or hell, uh, it says very clear that at the end, you will be standing before and you will have to take an account. And they will say, what were you about the shepherd's business? Were you with the goat or were you the sheep? And the sheep don't mean follow to just go along to get along. The sheep means to be about the shepherd's business. And the goat mm-hmm. is not what we say on earth, the greatest of all time. See, the goat ain't mm-hmm. about the shepherd's business. Mm-hmm. So I want to be held accountable to my purpose and what it mm-hmm. means for me to do. Because when it's all said and done, I Come won't be now, standing the up business. there. I'm, You know, I'm about to start preaching <laughs> up in there. <laughs> When it's all oh, said and done, I won't be saying, well, what had happened was, and Dominique won't be standing beside <laughs> me and saying, well, you know, it was rough on him because of this <laughs> or that. No, he's going to want to know, were you about the shepherd's business? And so in order to do that, we cannot be blinded by those who are not. I mean, we have to continue to speak up. So. I am going to always continue to encourage you. We in this Mm -hmm. thing, man, period. It ain't no way. Every way I done tried to get out, I keep on circling right on back. I done lost so much more than I have gained by being in this movement. But one thing, like you said, for sure, I've gained my place in the scroll, in the history books to say, where was she when the others were silent and quiet about the least of these? So either we going to be about that or we not. And hey, at the end of the day, if, if God see fit, we're going to be around another 10, 20 years. Everybody can't live forever. Now I could die today or tomorrow, but as long as I'm on this front line, I'm going to be on this front line and you and I are going to be together. I'm going to bring you back to talk more about our relationship, more about uh, your organization, how you are grinding. I tell people all the time, push the line politics until something happens. Everybody got a role in this. My shirt that has my logo, it has people pushing in their own way. Everybody's not outside. Some people are inside. The question are, who's who the question is whose side are you on i need yeah. to know if you on any side i don't see you outside i don't see you inside i don't see you on the side whose side are you on and so at some point we have to start asking that question and demand that among each other if that mean hey dominique i feel like you're slipping if that's dominique saying hey tess i feel like you're slipping then we have to start holding ourselves accountable which i know we all do in the movement but we have to expand that and go a little bit further so yeah, yeah. i love you brother
5: Thank you. Be Love safe.
3: You. Be uh, encouraged. Continue to do what you're doing. Uh, I was planning on being there in D.C. this Saturday, uh, but unfortunately, I lost two uncles on the same day on my paternal side oh, and my goodness. paternal side. Yeah. And so I'm going to go to my uncle's funeral uh, on Saturday. Uh, yeah, please do. Hey, we getting up out of here. And it just goes to show you. At the end of the day, we all got to go. Whatever you believe in, we all got people, to go. People people yeah.
5: dying
3: that ain't never died before. That's it. <laughs> That's right. And I, I tell people all the time, I rest in peace right now. You ain't got to worry about me resting. When when it's time for me to go, you get up and you make sure you remind them. Tessa says she was resting on earth. I don't have to die to rest in peace. I sleep right now peacefully. Because I spoke, I spoke up for what's right on my purpose and the least speak of these. Speak truth to power. That's speak right, honey. Speak truth
5: power. I, they ask you how you do it. Yeah, I speak the truth to power twenty four seven. I tell you what you want. I don't give a damn whether you like me or love me. You <laughs> that's right.
3: I'm what it is. So that's that's right. the reason
5: why I can sleep at night. Thank you. That's for right. Me my Thank sister.
3: you, baby. Salute. Always send my love to the whole team. We'll have you back on, guys. Thank you so much for listening to my homie, my brother, my friend, my roll dog out in the struggle. His name is Dominique Alexander, the founder of Next Generation Nation Network. Be sure you check him out on their website. Be sure you check out all the wonderful things that they're doing. We'll see you on the ground. If you're not on the ground and you need to be on the inside doing something and on the inside ain't just sitting up on Instagram talking shit it means actually doing something writing the senator calling the senator going to a meeting doing something everybody's not a protester but everybody can be about pushing the line like I always say use it lose it can't make it choose it that's another show it's a wrap We'll see you next time. If you like what you heard on Straight Shot No Chaser, please subscribe and drop a five-star review and tell a friend. Straight Shot No Chaser is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm Tesla Figueroa, and I'd like to thank our producer, editor, mixer, the one and only Marcy DePina, our mix master, Dwayne Crawford, and our executive producer, Charlemagne Tha God. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: More info now.